It is good to be together. You know, as I, as I read scripture lesson, I don't know how you approach the scripture lessons uh, when you read the scripture, whatever text you read. But one of the things uh, I often try to do, particularly if it's prose, if it's a story about someone, is to see where I fit into the story. Who am I in this story? Where do I fit in? Um, but some of those biblical stories, you think to yourself, you know, Moses parting the Red Sea, that, that can't be me, I can't be in that story. Or someone like Jeremiah, who we're gonna start talking about for a couple of weeks uh, today, we're gonna hear his call and you might not hear yourself. I thought to myself as I was reading this story this week, you know, isn't it cool to have a sense that before everything, you might be called? Do I really have that sense? Do I really have that sense? Um, even as a person who had to write a call statement about how I was called and had to go before multiple committees multiple times to let them listen to my call statement and ask me questions about my call statement. Um, and Jeremiah puts it so simply. Uh, in just a few verses in the first chapter of Jeremiah. So I thought this morning we'd read together Jeremiah chapter 1, uh, beginning with verse 4. Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Then I said, Ah, Lord God, truly I do not know how to speak, for I am only a boy. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am only a boy, for you shall go to, whom, to all to whom I will send you, and you will speak whatever I command you to speak. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Then he put his hand out and touched my mouth. You know, as I was reading this text this week, and I shared with you, I found it difficult to recognize, and then suddenly there was a light bulb moment. Those are sometimes really good and sometimes really bad. Uh, uh, this week, I think it was pretty good, and that is, before I formed you, before I formed you, and I thought of that word before. How far before? Before you were even conceived? before your parents made you? How far before? And it came to me as I was sitting with God over this text that God has known you since before the universe came into being. God knew you and had a purpose for you and a direction and a sense of who you would be and who you could be, that before it all began, all of you in this room and online were formed in God's mind before you were in form itself. Now, it's very easy to read this story and think it's only about Jeremiah. Special people get called like that. I don't know any non-special people, do you? Think about it for a moment. Whether you're in this room or online, there is no such thing as a non-special person. Everyone is special. 
How many times do I have to tell you? Each of you is infinitely, infinitely unique, infinitely gifted, infinitely precious to God, and you're unconditionally loved. That, that's just a given. And what makes you precious is the uniqueness you bring into this universe that has never happened and will never happen again. So before God was beginning to lay out the universe in God's plan, whatever you imagine that plan might be, God knew there was a place for you to hold. I am convinced this whole before piece is all about you being made to be you. You being made to be you. Now, a lot of us go through life, I'm one of those people, you know, constantly thinking you're just not quite up to it. You're not quite good enough. If I was a little bit more, you know, moral, if I was just a little bit more handsome, I know it's almost impossible to imagine for you, but imagine that I was a little bit more handsome than I already am. If I was only just a little bit more loving, if then God could love me. Just get rid of that thought. There's not an if. There is an already for you. You are already loved and you are already precious for the person you were made to be, which means putting yourself down is actually standing against God. Before you were formed in the womb, God saw you. God knew the place you could hold before. Think about that for just a moment. Before, you've always mattered. Jeremiah's response to God is, but I am just a... For him, it was a boy. For you, it might be girl. For you, it might be... Uh, whatever. I am just a. May I tell you that in our universe, in our world, in God's world, in the kingdom of God, there are no just a. Whatever you want to fill in that blank with, there aren't any. No just a, as if you could, you don't really matter, you don't count, you aren't part of the story. God says, don't say that. And he says it to Jeremiah. And you may think he's just talking to Jeremiah, but it's not just Jeremiah. He's talking to you. None of you are just an anything. You are a person made in the image of God to hold a space. There is no just a. And then last of all, a cautionary tale. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I am with you. Now, the unfortunate thing about the world we live in today is our political friends on both sides of the aisle have learned that fear works on us pretty well. Get people scared enough of people on the other side, politically, Get people scared enough. You can grow a church if you get people scared enough of those other people out there, whoever they all are. You can grow a great big church based on hate. 
Just remember, you're the good guys and gals. It's them. It's them. Fear can do all sorts of ugly things. God doesn't want you to love God out of fear. It's one of the things, unfortunately, the church has sold for, you know, a couple of thousand years sometimes. After Jesus was around, not, uh, he, he wasn't inspiring fear in anyone but the really religious people <laughs> um, because he was right and they knew it. Since then, the church has figured, if I can just scare the hell out of them, they'll come to church. <laughs> I don't want you to be scared. Don't be afraid because God is with you. God's not with you to make you afraid, but to reassure you that you are never, ever alone. Even when you've been isolated during the pandemic, you weren't alone. There's never been a time that you were alone because you were formed in God's mind before you were even made into form. As people of God, our calling is to never diminish ourselves, to recognize that God has a place for us, and then last of all, to recognize that God goes with us to do whatever God needs us to do. And the final word of this passage God reaches out and touches Jeremiah's mouth to put whatever words God needs Jeremiah to have. As a reassurance, I can use your mouth. I can't speak very well, I'm just a boy. I can't speak very well, I'm just a girl. I can't speak very well, I'm just a pastor. I'm just a retiree, I'm just a, you name it, you can put it there. There is no just a. God will empower you to be the people of God. That's what makes the kingdom the kingdom. Whatever you're doing with your life, God can use that. God wants to use it wherever you are, whoever you are, because you matter that much. Can you imagine that the God of the universe, before it all began, and if we are to believe science, it was somewhere between 13 and 17 billion years ago before it all began, God began to patiently wait for you to show up and had a picture of you in God's mind. Just hold the spot you're holding. You ought to feel the infinite preciousness and the unconditional love God has for you. Don't diminish yourself. Stand up and be the person God calls you to be. That's what being in the kingdom is. All of us called. All of us invited to be who God made us to be. All of us. That's what I felt like the text said to us this morning as I looked at the call of Jeremiah. Jeremiah.